up guys it's your girl poppy brit and welcome back to the platicando con poppy podcast it is currently 3 42 a.m and i decided to get my ass up and record this podcast because it's a topic i'm very passionate about and i actually had a conversation with my girls on live about it the other day we were talking about narcissistic relationships and narcissistic people in our lives basically because I was just rambling on about how I somehow always end up in a relationship or falling for a narcissist and just trying to see where that comes from and we were all kind of relating as to a lot of the traits and characteristics that narcissists show and like basically how we survive these narcissists how we get out of these relationships how we move on or what we do to be able to like manage those relationships and so I just kind of wanted to talk about that in general because a lot of people think that I just throw the word narcissist around or that I'm super big on red flags because for funsies because it's become very popularized to talk about red flags and stuff like that but for me I grew up with a dad that was and is a narcissist. So these are things that I have grown up with and signs and red flags and different characteristics that I have grown up to be able to see and I have learned to cope with and to coexist with so it's not just coming from me just being like this man hater or me being mad that some man did me dirty like no it's coming from a place where there was a lot of trauma and I now see the patterns that have led me to end up dating narcissists and it all really comes back to trauma and to the way we grew up. I grew up with a dad that was a narcissist and I am just now coming to terms with it. I always said that my dad was a great dad but a terrible husband and he has definitely, definitely, definitely gotten way better over the years and I was always afraid to talk about those negative things about my dad because there are so many, many good, good things about my dad that I love and that I look up to. My dad is my person and he is the person that I admire, that I strive to be like. He has so many good qualities and I didn't want to take that away from him. And that's the thing with narcissists. They are charismatic. They're attractive. They are funny. They're outgoing. They are successful. They put up this front like they are these amazing people. And a lot of times they do have really good qualities because why else would anyone else want to be with them if they weren't attractive, if it weren't successful, if they weren't nice? Like my dad, to everyone else, he's super out going super caring super giving super hard working always helps people out he's the one that everyone else can rely on but at home 
he was just a little bit different with us and with my mom and I always resented him for it but now I've realized that it was just his way of coping because of the way he was raised he was raised by a mom that expected a lot from him and so we crave connection with our family and with our parents and as kids we look to to fill those things that our parents want us to be that give us praise and make us feel loved and make us feel appreciated and for my dad it was for him to be high achieving to make money to take care of his family like to care he was forced to take care of his siblings and his mom very early on and so I recognized that he had a lot of these traumas that he carried on one way that I've been able to cope with it is to acknowledge that he did the best that he could with what he had and I'm very grateful that he's been able to recognize some of those tendencies now because I have also kind of challenged him in that way because with my mom it was a different dynamic now that I came into the picture I'm a woman too that came into his life that he cares for a lot I am my dad's person and so he learned that he couldn't project those narcissistic tendencies onto me I learned to start setting those boundaries or to counteract and not like be everything that he demanded me to be and showed him that I am my own person and that he has only a certain amount of power over me because he always it's always about power with a narcissist they want to have power and for him he tried to say that he had control and power over me simply because he was my dad and so I had to really learn who I am and show him that I am an individual within myself and that I truly in the most respectful way don't owe him my entire being so yeah that's a little bit of the background as to why I'm so passionate about this and why I feel like I have a lot of knowledge on it and now it's kind of revealed a lot of why I end up in these narcissistic relationships because I get frustrated with myself because I'm able to see the red flags and I see a lot of those patterns and I I've now realized that the reason I'm attracted to these men is because I've craved I've had that relationship with my dad and I've craved that approval and that like consistency because they're very emotionally inconsistent too I've craved that from my dad and I've never fully received it so I've gotten used to chasing after it and kind of molding myself and shaping myself to be what he wanted me to be and I finally realized that I'm never going to be that and so it's given me really like a true sense of self and allowed me to be able to I guess tolerate these relationships a little more which is not good because when you end up in these relationships it like the best way to like get through them is to kind of learn how to manage them and I've had to learn how to manage my relationship with my dad by not really engaging when he's trying to manipulate me or when he's trying to gaslight me or when he's trying to make me feel bad about something kind of just stand my ground step back don't engage and I remember who I am and I'm literally shaking talking about this because it makes me so nervous because this is like very vulnerable but like I think it's a topic that really needs to be talked about there's so many women that have dealt with individuals like that in their life and, and it doesn't always have to be romantic like people think that I I talk about red flags just in like 
a romantic standpoint but no I talk about it in any kind of relationship that you have whether it's with a friend with a mo- your mom your brother whoever narcissism is just a quality that someone can have it's not the entirety of their being and that's why it's so hard to hate narcissists sometimes because like I said with my dad even just going back to that like he was a really good dad to me a lot of times like even like there was times where he was shitty but there was times where he was really 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 good and that's what keeps a lot of people in those narcissistic relationships when I've been in those relationships like in a romantic standpoint we had our good days we had those days where we had so much fun and we where we just felt like we connected and like we hold on to those good days and everyone that I've ever talked to that was in a relationship what kept them kind of like clinging on was the 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 thought of those good days and and the hope that they like they show you glimpses of the what they could be so you hang on to that it becomes kind of like an addiction you crave those highs you crave the moments when you're so happy and laughing and having so much fun and making those good memories and so you crave that and then you end up in that cycle because then once they lure you back in you end up they end up getting back to gaslighting you to manipulating you to making you feel small to isolating you to keeping you away from the people that you care about to keeping you away from the people that you love to breaking down your confidence to really making you so small so that they can manipulate the fuck out of you and you end up apologizing and feeling so small and just trying to justify yourself and over explaining and it gets exhausting and they just wear you down and that's what they want to do narcissism is about control a lot of these people feel like they didn't have control growing up or they didn't have praise they have this victim mentality kind of like the world owes them something or that they they believe that they are greater than everyone else they they feel grandiose and they feel like they're never wrong and they feel like they don't have to change. My dad would always say that he was never wrong. He never apologized. And he said that everyone, there was, he always joked about this, but he really did believe that, that everyone else was just dumb, stupid, didn't work hard enough, didn't do this, whatever. And that he was right. You could never, I could never tell him that he was wrong. He never knew how to apologize until I started setting those boundaries growing up as I got older and showing him that I could stand my ground that I had like I really had to reclaim my power and show him that like he didn't have that type of control over me anymore and that if he wanted to maintain a relationship with me he was going to have to learn how to properly respect my boundaries how to apologize how to admit he's wrong and that was really hard for him because he never grew up having parents that did that for him or knowing how to do that he he never like he never tells me that he loves me he doesn't know how to but he I know that he does and the way that I've learned that he does is because he's worked to change those parts about him so that we can have a relationship as father and daughter that is healthy for the both of us we've gotten to the point where I've had to tell him like hey if you don't respect me and if you don't respect my boundaries then this isn't gonna work and I like I as much as I love you and I care about you I'm gonna have to like distance myself and so that's really what's gotten him to kind of change because he's been held accountable and narcissists hate being held accountable they have very 
fragile egos. Anytime that you hold them accountable, they see it as a personal attack. They see it as, oh, so you're perfect. You do everything right. I guess I'm wrong. I'm always wrong. I can never do anything right. I'm just a piece of shit, I guess. Like they make themselves the victim. And then you end up being like, no, no, no. Like I was just trying to say like, you know, I really don't like it that you're not considerate of my time. And they take it to a whole nother extreme and they flip it on you. And then you end up being the one that ends up apologizing. They don't know how to apologize. They will deflect. They'll be like, it wasn't that bad. They get defensive and then they start to blame shift. They will figure out a way to flip it on you. You, They will never, ever see anything wrong. And it's more of a tit for tat. They're playing this game with themselves where it's like, okay, well, before you can hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. They keep track of any possible thing that you could do wrong so that they can use it against you later on. They might cheat on you. They might beat you. They might have a baby on you. They might do this this and that but you went out one night and you had a guy buy you a drink so now you're a whore and now you deserve all these shitty things that I've done to you they will never take accountability for any of their faults if they do they apologize because they're tired of you being mad at them if you end up in a relationship like this you will end up apologizing you will end up over explaining yourself and you will end up so fucking drained that at some point you just get tired and that's when it turns kind of into a coping mechanism I would always ask my mom why she wouldn't leave my dad and she always just said, you know what, just let him be. When he was in a mood, she would just let him be. And I was watching this podcast by, with Jay Shetty. I don't know what the fuck his name is, but he interviews Dr. Romani. She has studied narcissists all the way around, inside and out. And has like, there's a lot of podcasts and er- interviews that she does about narcissists. So you should definitely go check her out. She also has a book called um, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Which I really, really, really want to read. It's basically just talking about um, being in that narcissistic relationship and like, trying to figure out whether you should stay whether you should go like because we all get into that point where it's like you know it's not good for you but you just you can't leave because it's it's a cycle it's a cycle and they know exactly how to get you back they're gonna do all the right things they're gonna say all the right things they're gonna love bomb the fuck out of you they're gonna act right they're gonna show you what you wish they could be you're gonna finally get to a point where you you have to decide am i gonna continue on with this Or am I going to leave? I always say this, but I can't blame anyone that stays. I always ask my mom, like, why don't you leave him? Why don't you leave him? But now I look at it. My mom didn't want a broken family. A lot of people, due to their religion, how they were raised, um, economic circumstances, like a lot of different reasons, like people don't leave. And I can't blame them for not leaving because not leaving is also an act of resistance. And it takes a lot of courage and a lot of power for someone to decide to stay. And I used to get so mad at my mom because I used to be like, she is so weak. Why doesn't she leave him? And then I realized that her staying was the bravest thing that she could do. And I give her so much credit for that. She saw the good in my dad and didn't want to take that away from me and my brothers. And it's a very complicated situation. But now I see why she stayed. And I give her all the flowers for doing so. She is so strong. And she is such a beautiful soul. And 
I think she's the biggest reason as to why I didn't turn out being that way. I feel like a lot of um, people that end up in narcissistic relationships, the reason they're able to survive through them or to be able to stay in them, even if they don't want to just because they can't leave for whatever reason, I found that they have a lot of coping mechanisms. One of the biggest things is that narcissists try to rob you of your energy. They cling on to people with good hearts that are empaths that will give them that nurture and consistency and care that they always crave but they don't know how to handle it they don't know how to treat it and they're used to chaos in their life so when they that peace and that calmness comes into their life they just mistreat it they try to poke at it to get a reaction to show the world that everyone's the same my most previous person was that same way he would try to find and poke at me and find whatever was wrong with me because he couldn't believe someone just genuinely loved and cared about him as he was and was able to like willing to just nurture him and accept him for everything that he was he didn't have to put his front up he was so used to doing that that he he didn't know how to like handle it and that's okay a lot of them hold a lot of resentment towards people in their life people that they did let their guard down with like they have a lot of resentment and so they put up this shield and I've seen it with my dad I've seen it with the men in my life that I have been romantically involved in and it it, it all tracks it's all the same and a lot of them have really good relationships and people that they care about I've learned I've seen that a lot of them are very big like mama's boys my dad's a big mama's boys or like they have a daughter that they love to pieces like they they know what genuine love is but they're very it's very hard for them to give it because they're scared of rejection they're scared of being hurt they're scared of being seen as weak it all comes back to power it all comes back to ego and when their ego is hurt it gets ugly it gets it gets physical sometimes it can escalate so fast and so when I when I talk about red flags, I, I talk about them because I know what level they can get to. And that's why I get I get mad at myself. And I think I'm finally getting through this last karmic relationship, basically, to where from here on out, I don't play about red flags. I don't play about those inconsistencies. Like I take note of everything and I take everything for face value because that's one thing is what a narcissist shows you is what they are at first they're gonna love bomb the fuck out of you they're gonna be witty they're gonna be charming they're gonna do everything right until they trap you that's the same thing with my mom I always ask her I was like well like how how could you be attracted to him like how and she always says like when we started dating he was nothing like this he was like like you see him with everybody else that's how he was with me and then we got married I don't blame people that end up falling for narcissists I I can't blame myself because they know how to get you they they grab the empaths they grab the people with good hearts they know how to trap you and then they know that you care enough to want to help them to want to prove your love to them to want to change them but they're never going to change because they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing they don't see anything wrong with who they are or the way they're treating you they have no empathy and once you start to learn that and take them for face value that shit isn't cute anymore like for me i've learned and what's helped me a lot is to see it as an ick inconsistency is an ick 
you being you threaten me in any way shape or form even jokingly is an ick someone that can't let their guard down that's emotionally immature that's an ick I don't care because when it comes down to it it also comes down to my safety because it it turns into gaslighting it turns into manipulation it turns into isolation it turns into mental abuse it turns into physical abuse and I'm not about to play about that anymore it's not funny it's not cute and that's why I'm so vocal about it because I'm I I've seen the effects of it for anyone that's in a relationship that's like like that right now and I'm speaking to myself leave as soon as you can as soon as you see the red flag distance yourself what's gonna save you is having those people that ground you where you can bloom and be yourself and where you are loved authentically and wholeheartedly do the things that bring you back to yourself if you decide to stay I get it my mom like I said decided to stay but she found those things that keep her happy keep her going and that bring her back to herself I always wondered why my mom confided so much in me and why she loved having kids and why she craved to have that companionship and why she was so attached to me and why she loves when I come over and just like tells me everything that's because I'm a safe space for her so find those safe spaces for you your mom your sister me whoever that's gonna like where you can just let your guard down because sometimes it gets too much to carry and a lot of people that are in these relationships have this sense of shame like they stop telling their family they stop telling their friends they start stop telling people what goes on because they just they're made to feel stupid for staying and I trust me like me right here right now I don't think you're stupid I think you're brave and I'm so proud of you for still being able to recognize that what you're in isn't healthy and it, uh, if at whatever point you feel the safe enough to leave do so and don't look back because trust that they're going to come back and they're going to try to reel you back in and it's going to get ugly and it's going to get lonely that's why it's important to know who you are so that they can't break you down they can't tell you who you are and so that when they leave you still know who you are and you can get back to those things that's why when I've been in those relationships I fight so hard to still be able to keep my friends to keep my guy friends to still visit my family to still go to the gym to still go out to still post on social media to still be myself because they don't want me to be that narcissists don't like anyone outshining them they do you see how much anxiety this causes me because i'm telling you it hits close to home it's like an ego boost to break someone down they see the light in you and they want to take that from you they they see it as like a conquest basically and it comes back to power they feel powerful and they will drain all of that out of you so you need to be able to reclaim that take that away from them that is what will literally that's how you be a narcissist you don't give them your power you don't try to over explain yourself you know who you are you stand on who you are you don't let them manipulate you because you know who you are that's the same thing with these men that in my comments that try to tell me that I'm this that I'm that I always say like you can never tell me anything about myself because look (laughs) I grew up with a dad that's probably already told me that 
me knowing who I am like shuts those people out now I'm able to kind of even just like like laugh it off and brush it off because as shitty as it is to have been through these relationships and grown up in these situations it's made me so much stronger it's given me a sense of self it's shown me that no matter the circumstances and how shitty people can be to you, you can still have a good heart. It's allowed me to see the duality in people and see that there is space for multiple truths, that someone can be good, but they can also be really, really shitty, that you can love someone, but still have to distance yourself, that you can be a good person and set boundaries. There's always a lesson. The people that get it, get it. And it's so serious to me. And like I always say, like, I hope that you know that if you aren't in a relationship like this, you can come to me, you can talk to me. I'm there for you. I see you. I feel you. I want you to be safe. I love you. You're not crazy. You don't have to apologize. You are more than enough by just existing. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You are worthy. You are strong. You are powerful. You are beautiful. Okay? Yeah, I think that's basically all I had to say. I felt so called to record this video and I don't know. I think I really just spoke from the heart. You guys saw me shaking, damn near crying because this was very vulnerable for me. But I feel like this is a topic that is so swept under the rug. But so, so, so many women deal with this shit. There is so much more that I can talk about this. I do want to make a video about emotionally immature parents and just being also raised by emotionally immature narcissistic like parents like what that has done to me as a daughter and as an individual in society not just when it comes to dating but yeah thank you guys so much for watching and uh this was kind of like a really sad video so i don't know how to end it but yeah <laughs>